With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This call is from a collection facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Yeah, yeah. This is what we were saying. You know, witness something amazing. A live podcast like a river constantly streaming. Voices to the streets from the streets. What shall it be? Conversations captivating. The sign your higher being spoken reads that intrigue elevating. Self-esteem up to the God level where everything is supreme. Like refracting through a prism of vision yourself away. To see your royalty, fashion out of dreams. Anti-gravity is the force that's reshifting the force. Uplifting people's spirits yet as well as their voice. Topics of your choice even if it defies logic. Cause different perspectives can open up people's objects. Christian and Brandy, Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. At 7 p.m. tune in or hit the highway. Tuesday and Thursday, here's rap over beat. Cause that's behind the wall battle rapping against the streets, yeah. C.J. Valor, A.G.E. Prism Talk Correspondent, giving you life too so you can navigate in spoken words for your thoughts to elevate, you know? Um, I wanted to spit a little something, man, that this actually came to, you know, fruition not too long ago. It's about my mom, you know? A lot of people don't know about the struggles of incarceration. And, you know, for me, it was very, very hard due to the fact that you know, I lost my mom. I'm the only child. I lost my mom while I was in prison. This was about 20 years ago, and I lost my father as well. But my mother and I were like real, real, real close and inseparable. And I felt like I did it wrong by not listening to her and doing the things that I needed to do in order to be successful in life, you know. But I kind of held and suppressed a lot of things. But I just wanted to write this letter, you know, towards her. And to let her know that, you know, that she's missed, thought of, and it's called Overdue. I hope this long overdue letter touches your spirit. Finding you where the voices of rejoicing souls are forever present as God's fingerprints on man's essence. I know our closeness was always a key component to our relationship, but as I got older, my mind became a lot closed-minded and a lot colder, so I carelessly closed out your warmth and the touch and was too audibly impaired to hear your words of wisdom. So my sincere hope is that you sincerely have the forgiveness to forget the past, to read what's in my heart, so we can bypass this heart attack that's causing this severe pain to the object that's on the left side of my chest. As the ink graces the paper, the emotions of regret still reigns rapping in my life to the point that I often rain tears at night in my bed making puddles. Hoping that the cotton comforter that's covering my face soaks in the wetness of my crying soul of the disgrace that I caused you. Ever since she went to a better place, I tried my best to be a better man in a place where I'm encaged like beasts and treated the least greatest as if I was created from feces or a species that's easily perceived as the evilest being. Because it, I know in my inner being, seeing your entire life full of stress, that you were hard-pressed to make sure that I did my best to make a good impression on the rest of the world, but I didn't. I confess I was too busy trying to impress those who I thought were my best, but never had in mind my best interests, so nevertheless, I valued myself as less and regressed and struggled with the process. At first, my hurt hurt so much that I, my emotions seemed unfazed or untouched, but as time rushed by, I couldn't hold back much of the painful thoughts, such as you not being there when I needed a crutch or something simple, such as a trusted discussion or the love and embrace of a much-needed motherly hug from you. Despite the pain of the public criticism and negative stereotypes that wasn't true, I somehow pushed through and brought out the righteous inner fight that I didn't know, that I knew, that I didn't have a clue about, and 
it might have just been from the might that was instilled in the light from you due to the fight of the physical strife or the abuse that you had to subdue for my father that was in spite of our bond that he knew that was tight like gorilla glue. So like a free bird, I took flight using your insight to elevate my mind, body, and eyesight so that I can see how to be free to be what you and my son need me to be. Oh, Speaking of my your grandson, he's such a proud sight to see how successfully he overcame the curse of the worst cycle that's immersed in black society that's undeniably first for Hearst funeral processions and future prison projections to pursue his proud passion in the culinary profession. And when I gazed at him with amazement, the dominant statement that I make is how great he was raised for me being decades away. My worries have swayed. Remembrance of our last talk, I guess your prediction or intuition was the right call, like looking into a crystal ball and knowing that spiritually a crystal has healing power for us all. So to you, it was no surprise for crystals to be crystallized in our lives and through all the pitfalls, outrageous accusations, and audacious of others. The mother of your grandson never came undone like handcuffs without keys that's tethered to something heavy. That means that she held her together in the worst weather without a letter, trench coat, an umbrella, or the agreement before the agreement of the abetment of our only son that we had together. Please excuse the ink smears on the paper. I'm I'm trying to pull it together. Uh, I guess my tears are just fears or reminders of the sheer disappointment that appeared throughout my teenage years. But pressing the clutch, I've now switched gears to the highest tier to transform my past disappointments to be the healing ointment that others need to to, to cover on their wounds, to recover and be the best lover of themselves like no other from my own tragedy that I had to discover. Because as my mother, you understood way back then when I didn't know how to win, that inherently I was a winner. I just, it's just sometimes we need the win kicked out of us in order for us to get our second win because some of us are slow beginners and early learned sinners. So I'm now entering a interesting philosophy of a greater me so that you can see our pedigree of immortality through our legacy that I must bring. I apologize for my handwriting. It's a little off due to the hand cramping in the middle of my palm from writing this long letter that was a little long overdue. I just wanted to express to you my suppressed views and emotions that I couldn't do because I couldn't get next to you when you left for years, which threw me a loop for a loop, like we live in the next or the same pain of the same day that you left. There isn't a day that I haven't wept inside, but my internal cries are a show of gratitude for raising me with a fortuitous attitude. When it's all said and done, I just want to share moments and stare at the satisfying subtleness of the sunset in success with my son so that we can both see and cherish the beautiful gem that's above from within that majestically stems from his father's maternal Gemini twin. Until our souls greet in reunion, and eternally smile at us each other again, I will continue to speak life from my vision, which is the spirit of my redemption. Our connection from a different side will always be alive and still form as one. Thank you for my existence. I will ever love you dearly, sincerely, your only son. Once again, this is AG Prison Talk, your boy Train Child, one of your correspondents. You know, holding it down with my two co hosts. This is Red. And it's Peaches. Yeah. You know, the, the, the sexy, lovely Peaches. <laughs> exactly. Let them know. Yeah, yeah so don't get a twist. Miss <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stay turned up, we turned up for the night, you know what I'm saying? Giving you some more of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What you what what, what y'all got planned for the day, you know what I'm saying? Let's give an introduction for uh peaches. Let's let us know a little bit about yourself and what you got going on today. Well, I am Jahai's sister, his little sister. Uh and I'm from Landover, Maryland. Landover. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I'm a single mom of four kids. I'm in school for nursing. And what I got planned today? Nothing. I'm just chilling and turning up. It's my mother's heavenly birthday. You know, I'm celebrating okay. all the memories that I had with her. Yeah. Um, some good, some bad. You know, going to laugh a little bit, cry a little bit, drink a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what are we drinking off for tonight? 
We drinking our A and J. That was my mom's favorite drink. So the drink <laughs> tonight is E and J. You know that good old Urchin jerk. Yeah, AKA Urchin jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I mean, she even involved in the whole movement. Like, she planning on putting more of her poetry and what she has on her mind, but she got to offer to the world even at such an early age. Like, now, like, she already ready. She still be teaching me shit. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so teaching what you said you was going to school, is it something that you majored in specifically, and, and what's your goals and plans for your future? Um, actually, uh, right now, I go to Prince George's Community College. I'm majoring in um, registered nurse uh, for associate's degree. After that, I'm going to continue my education uh, with the University of Maryland. They actually have like a branch program at PG um, where you can transfer right over to Maryland. And it pretty much they help you get into the program for nursing over at University of Maryland. So I plan on finishing and, you know, getting a, a job in my field, of course, and then um, going back online for my BSN at my own pace. So yeah. that's that's really the plan for right now. Um, but I do want to say this, and this may sound a little harsh, but as I continue to you know talk on the podcast, y'all see that a lot of what I'm saying is some real shit. Yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. When yeah. it, for all the single moms, and not a lot of women have this mentality, but I know I did when I had my first child. Because yeah. I wasn't, even though we were in a relationship, I was in a relationship with my son's father. Yeah. I always had, I always prepared myself to be a single mom. And what I say by that means, you have to prepare yourself for the day that that man says, you know what, I ain't doing this shit no more, I'm out of here. Because yeah. a lot of people don't prepare themselves for that. And especially, even if you're married, just because you're married doesn't guarantee that that man is going to be there. And it's not right. I don't think it's right. And I think that, you know, when you go half on a baby, you need to take care of your half. However, yeah. everybody doesn't think like that. And if more women were actually prepared just in case, then when they get into that situation where they have to be a single mom, I don't think it would be as bad if they were more prepared. Because not a lot of women, you know, they get pregnant, they're in a relationship, you know, their relationship is going good and everything's happy. And they think, you know, this man's going to be here forever to help me with this baby. And that is not a guarantee. I definitely, I definitely feel that because on the flip side, my daughter first moved with a bill was unexpected and I had just lost my government job. Yeah. But I had to make that shit work. Exactly. Like there's what? always an unknown when when it comes to being a parent. Like uh-huh. it's always some things that's unknown and stuff that's out there that people don't warn you about or, you know, maybe they haven't even experienced themselves yet. But it's yeah. always that unknown when you become a parent that it might be a possibility that you have to do things on your own. There's going to be times where people don't want to babysit for you or don't want to, you know, help you out and you have to be yeah. able to put yourself in a position to look for other resources outside of your normal support system. Because sometimes that support system is not always going to be there. Yeah. But but my thoughts of it all is it it shouldn't be like this, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I know we don't live in a perfect world, but it shouldn't be like where, you know what I mean? Where where two people that get together and, and have the children, you know what I'm saying, can't, you know what I'm saying, find the the, the some sh- common ground. Yeah, some common ground. And I feel like I feel like in a lot of situations, some people give up on people too fast. You know what I'm saying? I look at it like when you intimate with somebody, that's like a bond, that's like a merge, so to speak, in the sense of it's kind of similar to the same thing. You giving them a piece of you when you become intimate with that person, sharing your mind, your thoughts. Sharing, you know, the physical physicalness of it. So like, I feel like, you know, some people look at it like, you know, what I mean, if you if you did me wrong or if if you've been a certain way, then you know what, you know, what I mean, it's like they easily give up on you, you know what I mean? And it's not to say that, you know, to any of y'all, you know, what I mean, I'm just saying like, in general, I feel like people have the wrong idea or the wrong intentions when they go into a relationship with people, you know what I mean? 
It's like uh, mm-hmm. they, got, they don't have the right mindset and, and their heart is not really in the right place because I feel like nowadays it's just like it, it is what it is. I'm either looking for some type of security or I'm just trying to get my nut, you know what I'm saying? It's not like or, you are a human being. You got feelings, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't deal with somebody exactly. else with Girl. Exactly. And you know what? Uh, another thing that is not really talked about a lot, and it's going to piss a lot of women off, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. Girl. You have to realize when you first start dealing with a man and Girl. God decides to have sex with no protection, you know you ain't on birth control, you know your ass ain't got the little $50 for the plan B or whatever the hell it is. Girl. If a man tells you from get go, if you get pregnant, I'm not taking care of that child. Do not still have sex with him and get pregnant and still think, well, I'm going to keep this baby and you're just going to be on child support. Girl, you sound stupid and you sound yeah. crazy. Because yeah. the man literally told you he wasn't going to be there, but then what women do, they sit up here, they have these kids anyway, and then run the child support and then run and tell the whole city he ain't shit. He ain't doing yeah. nothing for his baby. But bitch, he told you in the beginning he wasn't. Yeah, he told you he wanted to be smart. He basically said he wanted to be smart. And thought that you was going to get, I got you on him, thinking he was going to run your ass to child support. Oh, I got this. I got you now. No, bitch, what you got is a little bullshit ass $25 that they're going to give you because the state, if you get welfare, they're going to take it from you. You're going to be stuck with a fucking baby. Stop doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now, that see, now we're in church. Now we're in church because she's <laughs> preaching. She did the work. Stop doing that shit. Now I don't care. I know it's a bitch right now. Listen, she don't know what she's talking about. Bitch, yes, I do. That's why you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that shit. Stop doing yeah. it. It's not right. And yeah, he a piece of shit for telling you that. But guess what, honey? He being honest and he's being real about who the fuck he is up front. And for you to turn around and be like, well, I'm had his baby anyway. I'm sleep with him anyway. Well, I'm saying you a damn fool and you stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I just to touch on that because I see it so often, especially yeah. in our urban neighborhoods. Where women are just like, well, he knew the the consequences too. So, girl, but then when he he don't take care of the baby, you want to tell everybody he ain't shit. No, you ain't shit for still laying up with that nigga after he told your ass he wasn't gonna take care of you on that goddamn baby. Yeah, man. And and what's crazy is you bringing the child into the world. Child don't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you doingly bringing your child into a messed up situation. With somebody that that let you know that they ain't ready to to handle no child or not with you anyway, because <laughs> maybe it's just you. <laughs> Situations, and we don't want to take control of our own destiny and put ourselves in better situations. 
And it's like we're just rather settle in life for whatever it is that we're settling for. And I, I, I we we'll go back to another thing that Mary Ray was talking about previously about the whole American dream. I think that whole thing needs to be changed. You know what I'm saying? That whole American dream, that 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 idea of having a house and picket fence and all that crazy shit. I think that mm-hmm. the, the whole American dream need to be reconfigurated to the idea of your dream is truly just that something that when you grow up, your soul inspires you to envision something. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whether you envision to be a scientist, a doctor, whatever the case may be, you know, or come up with an idea that's not even in existence yet, whatever, how big the idea is, right? You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. that that's what the dream is, not your American dream is something that is material, a fucking house, material, a car, material, jewelry, material. I think a dream is just that, something that's intangible, you know what I'm saying? Something that you visualize, something that's in your mind that you aspire to do that you feel like that's your sole purpose. And, and this whole American dream, the giant is, is, is shot because it revolves around materialism. And people control you that way. You know, you got people selling their fucking souls for some goddamn material money that don't mean that the, the dollar showing you what it is right now. The dollar ain't worth nothing. That's why people are investing in crypto. You know what I'm saying? Digital currency. Everything is digital. Why is that? Why is people yep. still in the club throwing up money, worshiping money? Money don't even mean shit. Who you know? Which, which famous rich person you know walking around with money in their pocket? With stacks. You have one minute remaining. Now, for those that don't know, that's that lady that come around every 19 minutes for me. To let I know. likely as whites to be arrested for marijuana possession in the U.S. 
You know what I'm saying? Especially in 2018. So that's the statistics. So it's like I wanted to highlight, you know, I just want to highlight, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z, because, you know, he's been doing a lot, and a lot of people criticize him. They always say he with the Illuminati, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, which which is here nor there when it comes to what the man is doing, you know what I'm saying, for the community that a lot of people may not realize. So I'm just going to read one thing from this article published in the Wall Street on um, January 21st, 2021. It said, um, Mr. Carter's fund grew out of the 575 million acquisition in December of California-based cannabis uh, companies, CMG Partnership, and left Coast Ventures by Subversive Capital Acquisition, a Vancouver-based special purpose acquisition company. In October, Mr. Carter launched the cannabis line Monogram. Um, Jay-Z got his own cannabis line called Monogram which would be a joint venture with the merged company to be named TPCO Holding Corp. So it's like, you know, we have to, we have to get, we have to, you know, start becoming more, you know what I'm saying, self-sufficient by being self-employed opposed to being consumers. And I, I feel like, you know, in this day and time, by them, legalizing marijuana, we need to, you know, for for all those who were, you know what I'm saying, illegally growing and stuff like that, we need to look into, you know what I'm saying, getting our medical license or whatever the case may be and take steps to doing things in a legitimate fashion because you got people like Jay-Z that's trying to help minority black businesses. So it's like, it's things to look into. I, I, I heard they was... uh trying to legalize that down here in Virginia now. I got a yeah, weed jack myself, though, for real. It ain't, it ain't give me no more 10 days, though, but... But but still, it, it's something that should be yeah. sponged off your record. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. So, I mean, I see it on the news. They talk about it. You know, telling them we probably be the last. We the last to come off everything down here in Virginia. <laughs> so we probably be the last state to finally, you know, legalize it. Yeah, this this right here comes from uh, February 3rd. This was on February 3rd uh, of this year by Kyle uh, Jagger. It says, bills to be legalized, bills to legalize marijuana Virginia advanced out of two committees on on Wednesday, the final step before full floor action. It says the um the, the Senate Finance and Appropriation Committee and House Appropriation Committee each passed reform legislation ahead of mid-session deadlines approaching on Friday. Both bills have gone through multiple panels since Governor Ralph Northam and top lawmakers unveiled the legalization path last month. The Senate panel approved its bill 11 to 4, while the House of Delegates Committee cleared its version 13 to 7 with one abstention. It says medical um, prohibitors has legally been used based in decriminalization and the impact that the criminalization laws had disproportionately harmed minority and low-income communities. House Majority Leader Chanel Herring said at the opening of the committee hearing in her chamber, this uh, legalization focuses on undoing these harms by including funds for automatic expungement of marijuana-related offenses, promotion of diverse participation in the newly created cannabis industry, and reinvestment in the communities harmed by uh, pre-prohibition. She said during a series of uh, early. You have one minute remaining. There go that lady again, if everybody don't know, that comes around there 19 minutes for us. It says, during a series of early hearings over the weekend, members raised questions about various components of the proposal, especially as they concern market regulation, effective dates, social equality programs, and penalties for violating the law. So there's a lot of things, like you said, that they're trying to pass, you know what I'm saying, inside Virginia, and they say it may be in a couple years. But that's why, you know, you know, they, they, the the House Bill 2312, you know what I'm saying, and the House Bill 1406, uh, which deals with uh, 
legalize and regulate cannabis for a responsible adults 21 and older, we need to look into and keep our eyes on. Yeah. Yes, we, 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 we do, really. Oh, I'm about to tune back in. Over. Thank you for using GTL. Yeah, it's the final answer here with my man Dream Child hitting on the bases and the points of legalizing marijuana. Big shout out to Jay, though. Jay been doing his thing, though. As far as I heard, he's been putting, he's been getting people out of prison. Big shout to that, man. I hope he continue to do well and, and, and succeed, be successful, as I'm trying to do. It's kind of tough for me being incarcerated, but we're going to get there. We're going to be where we need to be at, for real. All my followers, all my fans, just keep listening in. I got balls for you whenever you need it. Hello, this is a prepaid debt. This call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using GTL. Yeah. This is Dream Child turning back in. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's about, man. It's about self-reprimant, man. You know, for anybody, no matter what color your skin, but, you know, for our standpoint as African-Americans, you know, we really need to self-empower ourselves because we already know that there's plenty of injustices. You know what I mean? It goes all the way back to the prohibition when the first alcohol used to be, you know what I mean, legal. Then it was illegalized, and then who profit? You see what I'm saying? So... Inside the black communities, you can find 20 liquor stores. And ain't none of them, none of us own them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's time now for us to have our own black America where, you know, the black president, you know, black-owned businesses, everything is owned by black, you know, everything that is, you know, invested or, profitable is owned by black. We need to have our own black America. That's what that's what I think is, is time for now. I mean, everybody in, in this black America don't don't necessarily have to be black, you know, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm colorblind to things, you feel me? I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm not a racist myself, you know. I like all types of people, you know. One of my, one of my Good friends is, is is Caucasian, you know. He's he, and he my man. man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying. I ain't trying to laugh, but that's just how that's that's how that's how I sound like what a white person say. I ain't racist. I got a black friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a black I mean, friend. Yeah, I ain't racist. It ain't, it ain't I got two black friends too. I got you know all yeah. types of friends. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Puerto Rican, sure. Dominican. I got all types of. I got all types of friends, though. You know, I'm colorblind. Yeah. You know, cause money so, blue. So, now. so for all those, so that's all those are saying what final answer is saying. Just because we saying a black America don't mean you gotta be like, oh, we're afraid. They trying to start a black America. No, nah, I'm just saying that that for real, we misunderstood as as a culture because you know yeah. you, you put like okay, you want to use this term black and use a color. You see what I'm saying? When really, there is no such thing as color. Because colors ain't nothing but wavelengths and, and radiation, for real. So, But yeah. if you want to use this word color, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why we using African-American and we using black. But really, you know what I'm saying? We fold the people. You know what I'm saying? Anybody know our culture, we are truly genuine people, and we want to look out for everybody. But exactly. it's not the same for us. So that's what that's what final answer is saying. Like we trying to establish, you know, what I'm saying something for ourselves because in in this way we can ensure that we able to get true justice. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah, able we able to create a law that's of uh, that's just. Yeah, I want to establish somewhere I'm safe at. You know, I don't want to have to look around my back and you know people gunning for me. You know, because. Sooner or later, I'm gonna be free, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I definitely ain't trying to come back here. This is my first adult bid, you know, my first adult being incarcerated, and they, they done it to me, you know, they done me dirty, 
you know, and that definitely, if I come back here, it's probably going to be a long time before I get out the next time. And I'm really not, I just want to be successful, you know, the best way I can be successful. You know, I don't want to be gunned for, I don't want nobody coming after me. You know, and I understand the world is starting to be, you know, people who are racial are coming out and they're, you know, they actually coming for people. It's actually tough. It's real tough for people, and I and, and I don't want I don't want to go through that. And anybody who's with me, I don't want to go through that. Anybody who looks like me, I don't want them to go through that. I just want to be safe. You feel what I'm saying? I want to live. I want to be successful. You know what I'm saying? That, I want to I want to touch my dreams and goals as we go on. Yeah. You know. All right, so is is there any inspiration you can get at, get at people that's out there? You know what I'm saying? For real, all I could say is this: inspiration and motivation. Stay on point, man. Stay on cue. You know, if you got dreams, chase your dreams. You know what I'm saying? Be be successful in life. You know, I know there's a lot of us out there that's hard headed. You know, a lot of us is killing each other over drugs and things like that. But it's time for a change, though. They keep it real because the drug game, for real, is starting to it's starting to die out. You know, people, people, people are, are, are the, the new now. What I see now is people coming in here. They got they educated. You know, they they've been incarcerated. Yeah, they educated. A lot of them is computer smart, a lot of them is book smart, and I haven't seen so many people that is like that nowadays, you know, and they incarcerated, you know, when I first got incarcerated and I got locked up, you know, you just had a lot of hustlers, a lot of shooters, a lot of people that just ain't care, now you got like a, it's like a new generation coming in where they like, they 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 know a lot. They know a lot. They reading books. They 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 doing a whole lot to be something else. You know what I'm saying? So what's making People them come are, back? So what's making them come in here? I don't, I don't know. They, I don't know. A lot of them though. A lot of them come in here because they doing it. They 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 scheming now. They doing the scams. You know, yeah. and some of them getting towed off. You know, but they smart though. You know, I would have never thought yeah. of it from what they do. Yeah. You know, a lot of them just <laughs> fell through the hoop. A lot of them, a lot of them just just falling out because a lot of them is selling drugs too. But they ain't, they ain't killers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They trying to skim off top. They trying to get it easy. You know, a lot of them yeah. had businesses when they before they got incarcerated. They had businesses. You know, they got caught up selling drugs or caught up scheming or. It's just a different wavelength from what I'm used to. I see in here now. You know what I'm saying? But all right, so let me let me ask you this: What would be the remedy? Other, do you think there's a remedy other than um, just incarceration, incarcerating them and warehousing them? Like, is it some type of program or other type of remedy for the um, the the Congress people and the Senate people? You know what I'm saying? To to think about when they create you know, bills for some of those people that you're speaking of that you see coming in here? Well, as far as... Or is there, any, I, or is there anything that the system can do as far as program-wise, you know what I'm saying, to help? I mean, the programs they have in here do some justice, you know. But I want to say they need to make programs... As far as that, that that people are interested in, you know, yeah. you got people in here that have been, you know, incarcerated for a long time, or people who just got in here and they're interested in computer smarts, or they're interested in other things, except for you know, like victim impact. Not saying that these are wrong programs, but yeah, these programs don't interest the people, you know, they may, they even, 
to be irritable to some people, man. I mean, because yeah. of what they're hitting on, they feel like they have no experience in that. You know, they, they feel like, you know, they're not doing that. What they feel like they're doing is when they get out there with some of us, I'm not going to say all, but a, 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 a good percentage of the incarcerated, I feel like when they get out there, they they need to feed themselves. They need to take care of their family. So when a job isn't doing that, or isn't getting them what they need, or wasn't isn't getting them quite where they at, they're gonna turn the the the, the criminal activity. They're gonna turn into something that's making more money. You know, yeah. they're gonna turn into something that. You know, they might be interested in, even though it's not legit. So, you know, they're just trying to get off the ground. If they get towed off in between that, if they get caught in between that, yeah, it's going to hurt. You know, you have one minute remaining. Yeah, that's that lady again. Well, it's going to hurt. Yeah. You know? It's like I'm saying, I've been in here. And they didn't mean, I've been through all these programs, and for real, you can go through as many programs you want while incarcerated now, and it's really not doing nothing for you, especially if you got the time I got. You didn't be the went yeah. through the program and forgot all about the program. You know? Yeah. You forgot everything they didn't torture, every key, every step. You know? So it don't have no lasting effect. And then for some yeah, people, it don't. doesn't cater to their life experience. Yeah. yeah, especially if you've been down for a minute. Okay. So so is this your final word, or will you be providing this with more? Yeah, this is the final word, final answer. I got to take care of some business, man. I'm going to get at y'all. Whenever you want to talk, 1105-847, Matura Bill. That's my name. I'm at St. Brad's Correctional Center. What up, guys? This is B. Moore. I'm Christian. And you still have us at AGE Prism Talk. <laughs> so I'm getting a side eye right now. Because I never mic checked. I'm eating a pickle, right? And it's like one of the small pickles. And. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to eat it on national TV. Mm-hmm. Because. I was gonna bring up. I was like, he said, "Don't matter what he eating no pickle." I said, "You don't know that because like there's like websites and stuff for people that want to like hear you like chew different things." And you know what? It's like you're the person that would know that. <laughs> no, you're the person that would know that. <laughs> but I actually I did. <laughs> okay, and because my brother was gonna do that shit one day. <laughs> Forgot what he was. He brought it up and he was like, you know, like how people pay money for that and how he wanted to do it or whatever. I'm telling you, we got to get my brother up here so he can say his side of the story on so many things. That is crazy. But yeah. Well, you got to meet Dreams Child's little sister today. Mm-hmm. Peaches. Peaches got a little, uh, Sorry, a little, uh, just a little aggressive on us and whatnot. Um, It'd be like that sometimes. Right. So she, look, what's that? She her brother keeper or brother her keeper or they two pots and a pea? Something. <laughs> <laughs> However it goes. Peas in a pot. <clears throat> but yeah, we're actually going to dedicate this episode to their mom because um, Friday was her birthday. So, and it's really, really, like, I don't know. These are like, I always say, I always get amazed sometimes about how God does things mm-hmm. because CJ Valor had wrote, uh, spoken word to his mom and that's how the show was open today and then I went into the conversation with Peaches and Dreamchild and Reds and they were talking about their mom but nothing was planned I just randomly grabbed these conversations out of our like conversation mixer (laughs) (laughs) and it was like okay so we're dedicating this to moms yeah 
I know that's a sensitive subject to you, so we'll move on. But mama love you. Yeah. Anyway, why mama, she? I love you too. I'm talking about your mama because. I know. Okay. That's what I said. We, we just gonna. I ain't gonna. Look, we're gonna make you have to go no deeper than that. So. I finally think I started to get the whole Black Lives Matter movement thingy. Okay. <laughs> <Thingy>. <laughs> he finally got it, y'all. Well, That's no. It is all that matters. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? That I was watching an episode of For Life on ABC. Watch it. It's sometime or sometime. I don't know. We watch it on Hulu. Because, um, <laughs> like, we can't watch shows until, like, the weekend. I'm always busy. Mm-hmm. But me and my mom, this is one thing we do. We sit down and watch movies and stuff together. And um, I know how fortunate I am to have that. But, um, so I was watching for life and, like, had, like, a complete breakdown yesterday's episode. So I don't know if anybody watches it. But basically, <laughs> be more eating her whole dinner right now. <laughs> I know, because I cooked for him. And I hadn't had a chance to eat yet. I'm sorry. (laughs) But basically, it came to a point where, I don't know if people saw last week's episode, but it was about the Andy Josiah case, which I know was based on a real character, and I can't think of it now, like a real case or whatever. But um, the mom got up and said, like, this amazing speech. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's the episode. It's the last episode. But, like, it put... It was a. I was able to get into those, be put into those foot shoes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying the to say. Shoes? The foot shoes. The foot, uh, for the shoes. The I shoes was able. For the I was able to do that. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but you know what? And but I started to go a little deeper yesterday. I guess I was like inspired or elevated or something. Mm-hmm. But I started to realize that as where I can phantom magic because I've experienced forms of magic mm-hmm. being clear audience. Mm-hmm. I can't phantom hate because I never experienced hate to that level. Okay. And I don't know if that's true or not because I feel like I have been called a lot of harsh things in my life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with cancer and the hormones and being all motherly and whatnot, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> maybe it changed that. And it's like I can't phantom someone hating someone they don't know so much. And I guess that's why it was hard for me to understand the movement. But it was crazy because it was like meant for me to watch that episode to hear what she had to say mm-hmm. for it to affect my life the way it did. Because I was like, yo, that's deep. And right. it made me like see things in another level. So, hey, you guys in 13 episodes have saw, saw growth. <laughs> And growth is important. Oh, <laughs> growth! It's always important to be more. I don't know where she was trying to go with that. It didn't work. Yes, it did. If you think it worked, email. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Sorry, I'm coughing. I do not have COVID. I promise. She just took a test today. It <laughs> came back negative. We're excited. <laughs> I get tested like once every three days, so. <laughs> Plant, look, Project X, y'all, Rite Aid, them free COVID tests, go get them. So anyway, I just wanted to say, like, my eyes were opened. And I still can't imagine that much hate in this world. But... No, um I get that, though. It's like I'm in a current situation where I can... Or in a situation that could potentially lead to that kind of hate. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to put myself in their shoes... Makes me think about it. See, it's hard sometimes to put yourself in some in some you know situation that you've never even imagined being in. Also, Correct. you know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I don't like I don't. I've never. I don't think I've ever really experienced. Uh, like. <laughs> You know, some some of the We're just know, like both on air with like the craziest allergy issues and, oh. I know, I know. For, we're sorry, y'all. I'm we're sorry. sorry. Um But this podcast is important to us so we won't miss a date. This is true. Yeah. We will not we will not miss. Um so And it is Monday. I'm, we're recording this on time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a day before. Yeah, you're right, right. It is Monday. Yeah. It is Monday. A lot of things have transpired already. Both of us have been to work. I had to do a virtual visit. Then I had to go get a swab. 
I had a virtual visit. Actually, I had a virtual visit this morning too. Oh yeah, you did. So yeah. Um, but anyway, so yes, I have. I don't think I've ever really been like you know victimized for you know what I mean for being black. I don't think have you know little things you know come to my attention. Maybe yes, and not even in a bad way. Because one thing I thought about, like when I went to X-ray school. I was like, man, I got to, I feel like I, not that I didn't earn my spot, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I feel like I earned my spot a little bit more because I was black. And out of 32 students, 32 white and me. Right. But th- th- that was kind of weird to me. Does it upset you? Mm. <laughs> no, that was me. She's gonna hit a whole snort. Okay. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. All right. But like, okay. So like, does it not? Okay, I'm biracial. I'm a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you know, it depends on still who. Still black. Huh? But go ahead. I'm biracial. Yes, still black. But go ahead. Well, by the state of Virginia, yes, that's what they say. <laughs> by, by the United States, the way they carry shit, like anything. No, no, no. I guess what I'm trying to say. You're brown though. enough to be black. It doesn't matter. You know, just like they say, like if you're Mexican, if you're any sort of Latino, Whatever. you know. Yeah, like, no, I wasn't. What I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say that I wasn't black. I know. Or you just kind of. You're black. Okay. Good to you. I got it. But what I was trying to say, like, does it not, like, because I was going to bring up our eyes. We both have hazel eyes. Fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> I put green on my DMV license, y'all. <laughs> Look, hazel but, eyes. Okay. I, I mean, I believe what you say. We had to listen, guys. We had this whole fucking debate, okay? About, okay, anybody that knows me, I say that my eyes are green. But they aren't green. According to this one over here, they are not green. They are hazel. In the well, medically speaking term, yes, okay, they're hazel, right? But hazel eyes. When people ask me, I'm gonna tell them they're green. But they're blue right now, so how you gonna sell them green? No, there's still bits of brown in there though. That doesn't make them green. That's what makes them hazel, though, right? <laughs> right. Okay. So fine, they're blue today. Is that what you want me to say? No, they're hazel. <sighs> Anywho. But anyway. Guys, <laughs> Guys, <laughs> these are the debates we get in over the dumbest shit, like fucking hazel versus green eyes. In the middle of a really important conversation. Right. You oh, started that it. Was loud. Anyway. <laughs> no, what I was trying to ask, does it not make you like angry sometimes when people be like, oh, you got white girl hair? Mm, people only say I got white girl hair when it's straight, though. I know, but people still say it. Does it not piss you off when they um, say it? <clears throat> or like I, you make know, you feel some kind that, of way? No. Well, apparently, if you ask some of my family, I um, I wanted to be white when I was a kid. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, just... I have no idea why. Oh. But apparently, that was the thing. The only time that I've been thinking, like, she white. Oh, maybe woman, that woman. I didn't want to be white, but I thought I was white or okay. something like that. I don't know. Uh, I just be like, yo, she white as hell when we go out and eat. Who, me? And you order ordering all this crazy shit. Gotta get the salmon with the almond crusted <laughs> sauce, the watercress sandwich, and... <laughs> it was... <laughs> Urban crusted salmon. <laughs> okay. It was not, not that bad. A watercress sandwich. It, no. Stop. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Chicken Piccata. <laughs> that's Italian pendeja. Huh? Okay, but still. That's still like out of the, the the broad range of apparently what I'm supposed to eat. So anyway, basically it comes down to we'll never know what it's like to be a black man in America. Neither one of us. Right. Also true. And I guess because I can't fathom the hate that probably I have witnessed. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why. Yeah, you witness shit like that at your job. Right, but that's why I think it don't. Ex- I don't know, but to me it don't exist because it's like I don't think that shit don't Because okay. like I excel at everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of those people that's like, okay, <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna take my ride up. <laughs> if he feels he's right he will take his right up yeah I'm gonna take my right up but you're never gonna fire me you know it's like I'm good at what I do mm. other than that you can call me what you want but you won't call me broke <sighs> except for today except for today uh uh-uh, you won't you won't call me though girl cause I keep up appearances <laughs> <laughs> no no really no really <clears throat> But no, yeah, 
But no, I just wanted to just kind of say, like, I kind of got a little more clarification on what it might feel like. Because I probably never know what it feels like. Mm -hmm. But what it might feel like. And it just, you know, it's crazy how you learn your lessons sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy how that happens. Yeah. And I had a whole breakdown because of it. But it's cool. Guys, this breakdown was epic, too. <laughs> thought I was going to have to go to this nigga house and, like, break down a door or something, make sure I could get in. <laughs> she didn't even think about calling 911. She was just... I'm like, listen, do I need to come there? Do I need to come down? <laughs> I'm halfway out the door. You better tell me no. You better tell me not to come. <laughs> yeah, it was like a... This episode did it for me. It was like... The moment I saw the ugliness of the world. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. When I tried not to see the world as ugly, it was that moment it became how clear, how messed up and ugly this world is. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that people do to people. And, like, try to justify it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the stuff that, like, they did to people back, you know what I mean, like, during those days is just crazy. Yeah. Like, but but it's like we my always. Skin is different. I gotta use a different bathroom. Right. Like I'm just like y'all brought me here. I didn't ask to come over here. Mm. Um. Okay. Oh okay. God. Anyway. Um. Yeah, she was going down one of them roads. It was. <laughs> it was gonna be a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay, this is a confusing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Jamal, I made sure I let somebody know what message you had to give. Okay, I apologize, 757, because I'm being told that there are more listeners than I think. And maybe they're just not being recorded properly. Maybe not. Like, maybe he doesn't use Spotify. I don't know what he uses. But, but I we do know he listens. Right. And after brunch, we will probably have a few more listeners. <laughs> because we told David, we told Megan, we told Torino, we told Yams. Y- Yams? Yams. Okay. Yeah. Maybe think of Tupac. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Poetic Justice. Yeah, so uh, we might have a few more listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Wes will always take more listeners and... Yeah, yeah. We sorry for this weird podcast today. It's know, Monday. It's, okay. it's, it's like Monday. the energies are off. It's like we're both. I'm sensitive today. And then, I'm trying not <clears throat> to be sensitive today, but only because I don't feel the greatest. So I'm just like, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. I'm money, you know. And then when I realized like the pain in this podcast because of people speaking on their mothers, who you know what I'm saying, and it was like. Um. Yeah. Once again, we're the people's podcast. So. Yeah. You wanna. You look, you want to hear a pin drop around me, start talking about mamas. Right. Right. And it's like, mama, I love you. And maybe I didn't real, maybe, okay, I'm sorry. What? I don't know. Maybe I brought it down. Because, anyway, guys. No, you didn't bring it down. Honestly, I'm kind of off today, too. But we promise you podcast, and this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna talk it through. We're gonna talk it through, and we're gonna, and we're gonna dedicate this podcast to mamas, the prism of the mama, because everything that you see in us is a reflection of where we came from. So, with that oh, said, man. have a wonderful <laughs> evening, guys. You know what? I wanted to we read something you. the other day, and I didn't get to read it because you went and beat your child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did though. So let me see if I still Where have it. <clears throat> I might have okay. So it's about meditation. But it says sitting in a purposeful silence is food for your heart and soul. It's as if your mind spends most of its time hanging out at a loud bar, your brain. Where everyone's screaming and yelling and singing the Wild Rover, which I don't know what that is. You? Me neither. Oh, okay. Well, everybody's yelling and screaming, yada 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 yada, <laughs> at the top of their drunken lungs. Ooh, that is something. <laughs> Meditation shuts down the bar, rolls everyone out the door, 
and allows your higher self to commune with universal intelligence so they can actually hear each other. And I thought that was pretty, pretty dope. You know, I'm into that whole meditation thing. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really funny. We'll end this on this, but a girl was talking to me about meditation and she was like, she how she couldn't get it. And I was trying to explain to her, when I first decided to start meditating, I used to meditate about how I was going to decorate my meditation room. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, the exact opposite of meditating. Got you. Right. But no, but because I focus so much on the room, it helped me to focus on nothing. So what I guess I'm saying is like you're never going to go straight into the nothingness that you seek. Okay. You know, you're never okay. going to go straight into that. So just because you don't reach that goal in your first few minutes, mm -hmm. even like first half hour. Yeah, it's like work on it over you time. do have to work on it. Yeah. So And then don't always start out the best. Like that one pull-up turns into three, and then that third three pull-ups turn into like five, and the next thing you know, you busting down ten, and before you know it. I was trying to make this more mental. <laughs> She's on with them a pull-up. But yeah, do a pull-up with your heart. And we'll say deuces on that note. Deuces. <laughs>